0: Hello, one and all, and welcome to Shall We Read a Poem? I'm Russ. And I'm Lauren. And we're back in our studios, such as they are.
1: Right, living rooms, essentially. (laughs) Living
0: rooms. Yes, not too long ago, you were in this very spot.
1: I know. It was nice. I had a great time.
0: And walked away with how many nuts?
1: I don't know, but. Several pounds and $100-ish worth of nuts.
0: Man, if you ever want to know what $100 in nuts looks like, we can just ask Lauren.
1: They were very expensive nuts.
0: They were very expensive nuts. You have new kittens.
1: Yeah, I have two new foster kittens. They showed up today. Uh, They look like they're under three months, so they'll do fine. So Um, do these
0: kittens have names?
1: No, I haven't named them yet. They just arrived less than an hour ago.
0: Something is moving behind you.
1: Oh, that's Minerva.
0: Oh, it's Minerva. I, I, I just saw like a tail go by.
1: No, these kittens aren't very friendly yet. They're hissing and growling at me. One of them has tortitude, as I would say.
0: Are they hissing and growling at Minerva? No,
1: they like Minerva.
0: Excellent. She's a she's a good little scamp to have around.
1: She is. She really is. She helps keep the kittens in line. Well then, what are we talking about today? I was... Well, I don't know when this episode will come out, but we're close to Halloween So I was thinking, enter this deserted house. Oh, cool. Please walk softly as you do. Frogs dwell here and crickets too. Ain't no ceiling, only blue. Jays dwell here and sunbeams too. Floors are flowers, take a few. Ferns grow here and daisies too. Whoosh, swoosh, to it, too. Bats dwell here and hoot owls too. (laughs) ha <laughs> ha hee hee hoo hoo gnomes dwell here in goblins too and my child i thought you knew i dwell here and so do you and it has a drawing of a dilapidated victorian house i always liked
0: this poem when i was a kid not least for that illustration
1: yeah it's fun it just looks like a classic ghost house that you would find in an older neighborhood halloween is
0: my favorite holiday
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess as far as I'm into holidays, Halloween would be my favorite.
0: Now, this was picked simply in mind of the Halloween spirit, or is there a larger force at work here?
1: It's mainly because this is the time of year to read it. It would be weirder at other times of year, wouldn't it?
0: Halloween is all the year. (laughs) We need a Christmas carol, but for Halloween. Yeah, Um, that's Fred. He just dresses like Spider-Man all the time.
1: No, well, I mean around here, it's hard. Like it's hard to tell whether someone's wearing a costume or not. Maybe they just dress like that all the time. I think one of the funniest things I ever saw in Portland were two people dressed in alien outfits, like having the great old greatest old time on a tire swing.
0: Now, were these when you say alien? Are these like the H.R. Geiger xenomorph? Yeah. Or yeah. wow, yeah. having a That's great intense. old time.
1: I know it was pretty great. So, what are you doing for Halloween this year? Are Halloween festivities back in swing? Kind of. I'm I'm nervous about it. Uh, I think I'm going to do karaoke, and because uh, because I didn't really decide whether or not I was going to do Halloween until last minute, I'm probably going to do Jack from Animal Crossing. Because all you really need to do is have a pumpkin head and a purple robe, and you're good. <laughs>
0: Now, being someone who has not played any Animal Crossing, uh, is Jack a pivotal NPC or anything?
1: No, he shows up on Halloween, and that's all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> does, he does he offer up prizes or anything, or just yeah, he, he offers up?
1: prizes. He demands candy, and you give, and he gives you like recipes to make decorations and <laughs> some costume items and things like that.
0: This game is so wholesome. Like that's yeah, it really aggravatingly is. wholesome. And
1: Jack is not very spooky looking. In fact, the probably my costume will end up spookier than he is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, my Halloween costume this year is Zeth from the Stormlight Archive. So if any of our twelve listeners are uh, Stormlight fans, uh, they named me Truthless.
1: Zeth is named Truthless. Tu- Truth, not toothless. Truthless
0: truthless that's his uh, that's his title when the uh, he he's the very first pov character that you get in the novel mm-hmm. uh, well there's a interlude that does uh, that opens the book that doesn't make very much sense until you get further in and then the first big chapter belongs to uh zeth and you see him assassinating a king Regicide, i'm not spoiling nice. anything it's it's literally the first chapter of the book
1: is this a, in in this poem this is an interesting haunted house because it's not all scary stuff oh it's not really it's just the deserted house it's not necessarily a haunted house except for it's, there are
0: gnomes and goblins <laughs> based on the uh based on the imagery it sounds like he could be describing a house or a forest
1: right it's true well yeah maybe well no i was i don't think it's a forest i think it's a house no, no, no! As I no, no, I think it's definitely it's it's well, definitely
0: a house, but the but it evokes you know sunbeam and ferns and all like that.
1: Right. Well, it's so dilapidated. It's sort of you know nature is recovering and overtaking the house.
0: <laughs> nature is reclaiming. The dolphins mm-hmm. have returned to the canals of Venice.
1: So when it says, Mind, my child, I thought you knew. I dwell here." And so do you. Who is the speaker and why does the child also dwell there?
0: Oh, commonality of magical experiences is what I take away from it. It's like everyone has the mysterious place, be it the house, be it the backyard, be it the tree, be it the imagination. It's like this is is a place where the magic and the mystery happens, such as it is.
1: Yeah, Shell sort of saying, uh, "I still have an imagination," and um, so do you. Yeah, although it could be more sinister. It could be like, "Well, you walked in here, and now you live here six months of the year because you ate some pomegranates or something."
0: But I don't read it like that. Like I don't think it's a sinister, "Oh, welcome no. to Hades" kind of a thing. But no, I mean, I don't love. <laughs> I, I don't, love the, <laughs> I don't I, think I, so I, either, but. And I don't think I gave enough love to <laughs> to that, that shady pomegranate reference. <laughs> Hi, oh God, now you belong Argosy. to me. Aw, oh, damn it. Yep. For the whole year? No, just half. Oh, all right. <laughs> not enough so love I was for looking Greek up
1: mythology.
0: the, Huh? I said not enough love for Greek mythology.
1: yeah, oh, you know. So I was uh, looking up the history of haunted houses, uh, looking at this poem, and I really wish there was some sort of distinct history that was like, oh, so there used to not be haunted houses, and then there were, but not really, like... Over a long period of time, people have been making spooky places and, and being like, hey, come visit my spooky place. <laughs> <laughs> Is that to tell us more. Most of the examples people give when they're talking about the history of haunted houses are fairly recent, like 19th century or so at the earliest. But we've we've always had like places that were somewhat forbidden and for one way or another that are assigned to the other world and the afterlife and for some reason or another
0: what do you suppose the difference is between a place that is considered holy and a place that is considered forbidden or is it kind of two halves of the same coin
1: Well, a lot of holy places are forbidden to some people like you have to be a lot of holy places you have to have some sort of special designation to enter but there are very few places where it's like this is just no absolutely no
0: I almost want to link this in the show notes. I saw a video yesterday. Maybe you've seen it too, but it's one of those human interest stories that they do on like local news. And whichever reporter, I suppose, draws the short straw, they uh, filmed this poor reporter going through a haunted house. And she clearly did not want to. <laughs> but it was just, you know, here's your five-minute piece that you've got to, you know... A job's a job, and it's so wonderful to me to watch the professional, de- because when you're on camera and you're a news reporter, everyone has that professional demeanor,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I love when that slips, like <laughs> like, like when that demeanor just. Li- and with her, she holds on and holds on and holds on, and every new scare and every new monster and every room she passes through, that professional demeanor just slips a little bit more every single time. I kind of want to link. I kind of want to send it to you right now.
1: All right, I'm curious. <laughs> You're already laughing about it. Yeah, I'm already laughing about it. Alright. Alright, we're gonna try to help you out. Okay. There's someone behind you, so just keep moving forward. <laughs> the actors are back. really excited about the fact that she's losing I her shit. Very we back Alrighty, up. Up. well done! Um, <laughs> this poor lady, she's not having a good time at all. Well, um, not having if fun. you all know, you know do <laughs> decide <laughs> to come out I know they have to film, but there's entirely too much light in this place. She all just right, gives up. Say, she just turns her say. back to everything, and Blake like I. Lena, yeah. 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 text us. <laughs> text us to let that us know. That human you're okay, response
0: right? is is so cute to me. Where it's like I can't see it, so now the danger has passed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, she knows that. I mean, I, she knows that it's not real, even though her yeah. like fight or flight response is going crazy. So she knows that if she just turns her back to all of it, that she can't see it, and also no one, probably no one's going to hurt her. Mm-hmm. What's your experience with haunted houses? I love them.
0: I love haunted houses. Uh, I haven't been in quite a while, but um not the there's kind of that new movement of like the extreme haunted houses where like they throw like viscera and things on you, and like there's an actual threat of bodily harm, and you have to assign all kinds of waivers and things, um, but not that kind of thing. But as far as like people jumping out and scaring me, I love that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I have a soft spot for the really hokey ones. Mm. Um, when I was a kid, I would go to Rehoboth Beach with a family friend, Auntie, who would take us on to the Haunted Mansion, which is a fairly well-known haunted house in located in Rehoboth Beach. And it was really hokey, but I was really young, so it worked pretty well. Oh. And I, I, have, I have a lot of nostalgia for it and want to go back someday.
0: I wonder if they've updated with the times and if it would I hold hope up they your memories.
1: I hope they didn't. I hope they just kept it cleaned and maintained and didn't mm. actually update anything. I hope it's exactly the way I remember.
0: In, uh, outside of Dallas, there is a Renaissance Fair uh, called Scarborough Fair. And mm-hmm. I love it. And when I lived in Dallas, I went every year. And then... In fall, they take the grounds of the Renaissance Fair, because there's all these structures that are already standing, and they turn the whole thing, they just hang cobwebs and bats and things, and turn the whole Renaissance Fair into a Halloween theme park. And so in the spring, it's Scarborough Fair, and in the fall, it's called Screams.
1: Oh. Oh. Is it just like several haunted houses or is it like a large maze? The, or?
0: The, there are many haunted houses. There's a maze. There's creepy people wandering around. But picture like the atmosphere in a Scarborough Fair where like you have freestanding pubs and games and things. Mm-hmm. And so like you're walking through it. And so you can have your turkey leg over here. You can get your beer over here. You can go to this haunted house. Then you can come out and go do this maze and then, you know, do the test of strength hammer throw and then go into another haunted house and that kind of thing.
1: That sounds pretty fun.
0: It is. It's 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 quite a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, I guess I should. Uh, I guess I should look at my poem, shouldn't I? Mm-hmm. And since Canadian Thanksgiving just passed, and we're a month away from American Thanksgiving, uh, I was going to do point of view. Okay. Thanksgiving dinners, sad and thankless. Christmas dinners, dark and blue. When you stop and try to see it from the turkey's point of view. Sunday dinner isn't sunny, Easter feasts are just bad luck, when you see it from the viewpoint of a chicken or a duck. Oh, how I once loved tuna salad, pork and lobsters, lamb chops too, till I stopped and looked at dinner from the dinner's point of view. And this is not only one of those kind of saundry awareness moments, but it's also an interesting chance to bring up that you are vegetarian and I am not.
1: I don't think Shell is vegetarian.
0: I don't think so. But I believe you are for moral reasons.
1: Yes, mostly moral reasons. Um, I am vegetarian to the point that I will let myself eat whatever flesh I'm willing to kill cook myself. But I'm not really willing to do that to anything more advanced than, like, a shellfish, turns out. <laughs> when
0: I was a kid, I was fortunate enough to have um, hunting experiences uh, with my dad. And had the opportunity to, on a number of occasions, kill, clean, and eat the things that... The, the lives that I had personally ended. Mm-hmm. And... I'm not sure if it implanted from a young age, you know, like what food is and where it comes from, but I remember around 2008, a movie called Food Incorporated came out that was uh, dealt a lot with food supply chains and Mm. things like, you know, uh, high-density feedlots and um, some some of the crueler practices when it comes to getting meat to table. And I think I was probably the only person in the world that watched it and went, yeah, that's that's exactly how it works, and w- was completely unsurprised by the fact, and then a little bit surprised at myself because of the knowledge that I knew the process and I knew the cruelty involved in it, and just kind of looked at it as a necessary evil, which was strange, but. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Well, I mean, facing it is important. I, I mean, I, for me, I don't object to other people eating meat so much as I feel like people should actually have some recognition of what it means. And mm. my my reasons for being a vegetarian are several. Which is, One is the moral, which is that uh, I don't like the idea of killing these animals and I don't need it to live, so mm. I'm not going to. Another is environmental, I mean... I do still eat animal products like eggs and milk and so that's somewhat of a you know a, you know it's somewhat hypocritical to say but I mean the impact especially of cows on the environment is awful and so by not eating meat I am in so, I'm not participating as much in the environmental destruction another one is like you know some some health things like I get a lot less you know like artery clogging fats from not eating particularly beef. And the, I guess the last one is it's a, it's a discipline. Like it's something that a pact I've made with myself and I'm sticking to it. And mm. I don't know that I have that many of those that I've been successful at. That's good.
0: There is a, um, very much a cognitive disconnect, uh, for a lot of people and where their food comes from. And i um, I was in a situation where was with an individual and we got to see a, uh, bull slaughtered for meat mm. and for me it was like yes this is where hamburger comes from like if, mm-hmm. you, if you're going to eat a hamburger this is what it is and this other individual saw this animal die and went green around the gills mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like was just was very f- surprised by it and like it, almost like they had just seen a person die mm-hmm. and had never made that connection i was like dude how many hamburgers have you had this month and it's it's like this is this is the reality
1: yeah i really wish people would have to face it more i think they'd eat a lot less meat Mm. i mean i i don't think that it's that being vegetarian is the necessarily the healthiest diet for everybody but you know people don't need to eat meat at every single meal like cutting down on meat would really do a whole lot of good in so many ways
0: now my brain has run away with me, and now I'm thinking like, what if I, what if I could volunteer to be eaten after death? That would be a strange thing, wouldn't it? Where it's like,
1: well, you know, take a wagon across the United States and get stuck in a snowy mountainous area, and there you go.
0: Uh, is it? Are, are we doing too soon with the Donner Party <laughs>
1: <laughs> or the
0: Brazilian football team?
1: <laughs> I mean, there are there are a lot of different examples where people have had to eat another person for one reason or another the Donner Party gets me the most I think of all of them because they weren't just eating you know people they knew they were also potentially eating their daughter or their mm. their brother or their mother or whatever out of necessity
0: golly the mind reels on that one doesn't it yeah well it's another sunny episode of shall we read about... <laughs> oh gosh
1: maybe we should go back to talking about haunted houses that was more fun
0: What is your favorite Thanksgiving food?
1: Oh, I love a lot of the sides. I'm the weirdo. Like one of my favorites is um, green bean casserole, so long as it's not made with canned green beans.
0: Oh, I love a green bean casserole.
1: Yeah. I like mashed yams a lot. I don't really love necessarily candy yams. They're sweet enough as they are. They don't really need a whole lot of sugar and fuck marshmallows.
0: I am going to have to strongly disagree. (laughs) <laughs> i too love yams and candied yams are well i was gonna say sucking an angel's dick but i probably shouldn't say that should i
1: <laughs> <laughs> well you just did i suppose you could I take that just out did well i always say that like that just plain gin is like going down on a christmas tree
0: oh yum good old <laughs> christmas tree dick
1: i also really like stuffing if people are willing to make it vegetarian Oh, and pumpkin and pie. Oh my gosh, pie. I love pumpkin pie. I love it pumpkin so
0: much. Pumpkin pie slays.
1: Oh, it's so good. One of my friends doesn't like pumpkin very much. Pumpkin stuff very much. but And she doesn't understand the whole pumpkin spice thing. But I think it's because she can't smell very well. She just genetically can't. And so I think to her, it's just pumpkin. Like, it's really just, here's squash. <laughs> Are you, ex- what, you're not excited about this? Squash.
0: (laughs) This this tasteless mash. Yeah. (laughs) I realize what a weakness I have for gingerbread and ginger snaps. Mm -hmm. I love the taste of ginger. And then you can put it in a cookie. Shut the party down. It's pretty good stuff. I also have a penchant for candied apples. Um, Mm. the, the, The ones that are boiled in sugar sauce and reduced to a constituent paste.
1: You might be the only one. Oh, I
0: love those bastards. Oh, so tasty.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I don't really like candy much, so I especially don't like candied apples. And And I I don't like caramel, so I don't like caramel apples. Now, uh,
0: candied, uh, when I say candied apples, I don't mean the things at the fair with the sugar coating on them. I don't like those. Oh, um, I thought
1: that's what you were referring to.
0: No, I was referring to the ones that are cooked down, like reduced, in like a sugar solution. Oh. And so they, and so they come out real squishy.
1: Yeah, it's just kind of like an apple pie filling at that point.
0: Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, that's delicious. Um, however, caramel apples, I will step over a human being to get caramel apple.
1: I don't like caramel. See, that's
0: better. Look at this. We turned it right around there. <laughs>
1: we've gone from eating your family to and eating not apples yeah eating solid
0: apples. yeah <laughs> do you have any uplifting eat bucks? apples
1: not the apple of your eye
0: happy halloween everybody
1: spoopy